If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Howdy, friends. Welcome to Unlocked. It is the world's number one Xbox show. It's episode 308 for August uh, 6th or 7th, depending <laughs> on we're recording pretty early this week, uh, because thanks to our Disney XD show, starring a lot of Pearson <laughs> friends, the studio schedule, it's all, you don't care. It doesn't matter. But the point is, we're here. We're a little early this week. So we'll have, uh, we're going we're gonna to have a little fun this week. We are going to take your questions, kind of an AMA-style thing. I solicited a bunch of inquiries from our Podcast Unlocked Facebook group, which can be found where, Marty? Facebook.com slash group slash Podcast Unlocked. That's channeling the spirit of Mitch Dyer. I like that. You did it successfully. So uh, we'll take a bunch of you. Just talk random Xbox topics straight from uh, what you guys wanted to know. Also, actually happening in the last three days since we recorded, Spotify on its way to Xbox One. Titanfall, not done yet. We got uh, some quotes from Vince Zampella about that. And a really, really good PSVR game making its way to the Xbox One next week as well. We'll talk all about that. So I'm Ryan McCaffrey. To my right, Destin Laguerre. Hey, everybody. To my left, the aforementioned Alana Pierce and Marty Sleva. I was very confused by this PSVR game, and then I looked and I was like, yes, that is a very good game. (laughs) It's also playable on a regular television, so that's why I threw that curveball at you. Excellent. That is a good game. See, everybody's happy. You you guys can't wait to find out what it is now, I bet. <laughs> Stay tuned mm-hmm. for in another X number of minutes from now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, it's uh, we are recording a wee bit early. It's Monday. It's Monday morning. It is a weird time to record. People don't really drop news over the weekend. No. So here we are. Here we are. Pretty much all the, most of the hey. shows are recording today. So yeah. Don't forget yeah, about so. the Destiny 2 Pop-Tart deal. Oh, that is a thing that happened. Yeah. What well, real so, thing? What does that yeah. mean? If you get Pop-Tarts, you get Destiny? You get XP boosts. Yeah. It's super weird. How come XP boosts are always on food that just kills you? Trash food. <laughs> yeah, what's that Mountain Dew at? No, it's just such a weird thing. They're, like, they're partner with Rockstar. So, Wait. yeah, an energy drink and a Pop-Tart. That's, yeah. the, that's the breakfast of Destiny champions right there. Video yeah. games. Yep. Mm-hmm. Healthy. They should have uh, double XP weekends for walking simulators on, like, Kale. <laughs> I guess on Wallet is not really in response. Yeah. There's this kind of quinoa. There's this kind of onesie brand, I believe it is, uh, that sent out a bunch of onesies to gamers in Australia. I think with the idea that like you're a lazy slob who sits around <laughs> on the couch. Here's this thing, and so uh, Mark Serrells, who was I think the editor of Kotaku Australia at the time, 
uh, wore the onesie for a full 24 hours kind of out of spite and documented the whole thing. It's a very good article. He's like, I was dripping so, in sweat, picking up my kid. I look like an idiot. All the other parents <laughs> judging me. It's just like, so the, the marketing totally worked on him then because he made content out of he it. He did yeah. put it everywhere, yeah. but it was out of anger, I think. <laughs> hey. But you know what? Hey, marketing is marketing. No publicity True. is bad publicity. <laughs> That's true. No. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's just get started. I picked out, I think it was about 10 questions from the Unlocked Facebook group this morning. So I appreciate you guys uh, coming through on that. I want to start with Simon Morris. We'll just go like quick round robin on this kind of stuff. So Simon Morris asks, uh, what's your opinion on HDR and is it worth it? Because, Marty, you've talked about a number of times that <laughs> Sony has a press conference and you can't, like they're like, hey, HDR is great. Check it out. Yeah. You can't see it yeah. through video, yeah. through the Internet. You have to have it in front of you. Uh, how do we feel about HDR? I'm indifferent. I don't know. I don't really feel strongly one way or the other about it. Uh, if if you are willing to drop the cash to make sure you get a television that sports HDR uh, and you're really into video settings and stuff like that, then get it. If you're not, then all right, like that's fine. You you can still experience games for their gameplay and the experience of the game, and that's what's most important in my opinion. Alana? First time that I saw uh, HDR right next to non-HDR was actually with Gears 4 when I went and visited them, and it was split. the screen was split in the middle, yeah. and one side was HDR and one side was off. And I was like, oh, boy, that's what things normally look like. Like, the side on the left, it's so washed out and yeah. white, and it's just like seeing HDR on is like, oh, this looks really, really good. Yeah. I, I feel like it is worth a slightly more expensive TV. It's not even that much. Um, that said, I don't have it, and because you're not seeing HDR, it's only if you see it at some point and then go to not seeing it that it's really bad. I think it's worth it, but I can tolerate not having it. Yeah. Right. I completely agree with that. I saw it side by side with uh, Forza Horizon 3, mm-hmm. and that was the fr- I was like, holy crap, yeah. this looks incredible. But Impressive, right? Yeah, it's, imp- it's, it's super impressive, but it's also one of those things, like you said, it's the same way when like I stream a movie on Netflix or I watch a movie on DVD, and for a second I'm like, oh, this isn't Blu-ray, and then five minutes in I stop caring or yeah. stop noticing yeah. or stop and, thinking yeah. about it. And the good news is it's really not much of a decision to make because pretty much any f- any, you know anybody that's there, cause we get asked a lot, okay, which 4K TV should we get? And we'll get into that as the Xbox One X's release date gets closer. But you don't really even have to decide because most 4K TVs do have uh, the uh, HDR support built in. You just have to make sure you're getting HDR 10, which fortunately seems to be the the standard that's that's becoming more normal standard. There's also Dolby Vision, uh, which is uh, obviously Dolby's proprietary thing. Some TVs support both. There are some that just support vision and not HDR10, but just just keep an eye and make sure you're getting HDR10. Not on those TVs. Don't buy from Joe's. <laughs> turns out, <it's> not, <laughs> turns out it's a super sketch site. <laughs> and Wait, they, really, the site that we made I, fun of the other yeah people? yeah. I waited a month for my TV, and I'm like, hey, are they shipping? And the, and the guy's like, why did you get this one? Why did you get the one made in Mexico? I'm like, cancel my order. And I I got I still got the same TV, but from somewhere else. Wow. Wow. But don't buy from that website. Also, tons of better business bureau complaints about their shipping and don't buy Yikes. from Joe's. Thanks, Joe. All right. <laughs> he was like, What are you dumb? Why'd you get this TV? Was it I'm Joe like, himself? Might, might have been. as well have been. I don't know. Yeah, one dude shipping all those TVs yeah. is, you know, he's got to take a while. He was like making fun of me for my purchasing decisions. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, Good Customer service. Uh, Classic Joe. Yeah, go ahead and cancel my order. <laughs> really weird. Joe's a big fan of negging. Also, <laughs> keep a real close eye on uh, your credit card <laughs> yeah. for the next little while. It's Luckily, <laughs> those are pretty buckled down. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. This is a person whose name I'm probably going to destroy. I'm going to do my best. 
You know what? I don't even. I just don't want to ruin it. Uh, Mister or Mrs. McDonald? Let's go. Yeah, thank you. Bathanga. That's better. Are loot boxes in a single player game necessary? We're seeing a lot more of these now. No. No. Shadow of War. I was about to say this stemmed from a lot of people over the weekend. Shadow of War has uh, single player microtransactions and loot boxes that um, a lot of of them give you. They're totally reasonable. A lot of folks in the office are very upset about that. Um, Sarcasm, everybody. Yeah, I mean, I think that this is a precedence that we're going to see more and more going forward. Um, I personally have zero interest in ever purchasing a thing like this. That said, whether I want to like condemn it to hell or not depends on when I play the game. If I feel like, man, my progress is really being curbed unless I pay money, that's when I get pissed. It's also how aggressive it is. Like um, Skylanders Imaginators had loot boxes for gear and it would – prompt you to buy it all the time yeah. and i got annoyed and there was one point where i just pressed a enough times through something and i ended up in the store like, and that to oh. me is super gross because that's a game clearly aimed at kids that's so like, exactly that why they did it. Yeah. Here, here's yeah. the thing if you guys don't like this you need to stop buying them in overwatch and buying them in destiny and all these games that are doing it because they're looking at the business model of these other companies and saying wow that's hugely lucrative from them look at their earnings call look how much money they made from those microtransactions we need a version of that i don't yeah, necessarily agree with that because it it it's people different are than buying multiplayer. it people yeah, are but, buying it but in a game like overwatch or, or pubg it's I'm aesthetic it's aesthetic based it's yes. not changing the the game actual play. flow of the game which these are well, I'm not arguing whether or not it's right. I'm saying why it's happening. It's happening because companies happening are they make money. The business yeah. model. Yeah. It's making them a ton of money because yeah. everybody's buying them. Shadow War, it sounds really gross. Yeah. I'm not going like, to give them a pass. There, I mean, there's two sides to this. One is that it's optional, right? And I always think of that if it's, if it's there and I don't have to do it and it doesn't hinder my progress, I'm kind of okay with it. But the second side of that is that marketing is always there to make you buy stuff. So no matter what, the game is going to be designed around the idea that it wants you to buy microtransactions. And that's that's pretty gross. It's not what I want out of Shadow of War, nor do I think it needs it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, go ahead. I'm, I'm glad they're getting the backlash because hopefully they change their thought process on what they're doing with the, the product right now. Because, yeah, like don't, this is gross. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would be willing to guess that uh, there are more than a fair share of developers who – are putting this stuff in aren't aren't on board with it that it's it's a thing that comes down yeah. from on high that says hey we need to monetize the game yeah this spreadsheet says this is the way to do it so you're doing it but i kind of look at these as and not that not that i'm just gonna roll over and let it happen I, voicing your concern is important but i feel like these are kind of a, a necess, not necessary but are, they're an evil we're stuck with for a while because uh companies seem to make i i want good single player games because we're seeing I don't know if we're literally seeing fewer of those, but it feels like we're seeing fewer and fewer single player I mean, focused. It feels games. like that because it's that once every six months we're like, we're so glad that Wolfenstein is just focusing yes. on the single player, like yeah. as opposed to it yeah. being a given. Yeah, you're totally right. So I want more good single player driven, narrative driven games, and if this is how those can get made in the in the current marketplace in the current re- economic reality of the games industry. I guess I'm. Uh, it's either that or not having the games at all. So yeah. I don't know. It's, but yeah, but you're totally right, Alana. It's just there is there is a line, and it's a it's a tough line to I don't walk. Know. Is for this the, like the the film industry equivalent of product placement everywhere in a movie? Of like, man, I'm really glad a thing like Get Out was able to get made, even though it was clearly funded a lot by Microsoft because everyone was using like surfaces. I mean, <laughs> like games have a Windows Phone product placement as well. Yeah, but I think like Shadow of War can't. 
You, you I, could put Duracell batteries in there. <laughs> I almost feel like it's maybe the better analogy would be uh, movies in 3D. Like this is our this is our 3D sure. phase where everybody's like, yeah, you got to pay the extra four bucks to go see it yeah. in 3D because it's cooler that way. But it's and, not even cooler. That's well, the problem. Well, it's, <laughs> well we know that now. Yeah, Micro exactly. Microtransactions and 3D aren't <laughs> in both cooler. cases. But I think uh, we'll get to the point where. We'll evolve past this. This is just sort of the moment in time we're in sure. right now. I hope so. Well, companies have identified that this is this makes them a ton of income. Like this is a good way to get more yeah. money out of yeah. consumers because wouldn't well, do it if they couldn't. Like, the, the Overwatch TI's costumes next week, are right? awesome. Like oh, this week international yeah. is this week, and it's like that is largely funded by people who are spending money on minor things like microtransactions and like that's Weirdos what that like is. Yeah. If you want to like go away, you just you got to stop buying them. Unfortunately. I don't know. I, I I totally see the appeal of having them in multiplayer games. And yeah. uh, do you guys know the game Habbo Hotel by any chance? Yeah. It's uh, it was a PC browser based game, and you existed in a world with tons and tons of people, and you had like your own kind of room. And I played it when I was really really young. It would have been maybe ten years old, and they had a number where you could just call up, and it would automatically charge your home phone to let you buy things that you could use to like get furniture inside of your house. Yeah. Okay. And being super young, I didn't even think about what that meant. I yeah, did not think totally. about that at all. I was like, I call this number, I buy a new couch, this is great. And so I spent like $50 and my parents were like, what is this? And I was like, oh, that's weird. It's from this website. And they were mad at the website for, for tricking me into effectively well, buying things. That's what all mobile games It's been around now. for a long time. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. I had no idea what I was doing and I just did it. Yeah. had a sweet pad though. I don't, yeah. I, I don't like it. Like I wish, as long as there's a way to earn it without spending money, then I'm a little more yeah. okay with it. Like I think Overwatch, yeah, there does was that. PUBG does that. There was another. Yeah. There was a yeah. game I played last week that I guess I can't say what it is because the embargo is not up yet, even though that's super dumb. But it, I was playing it, going, oh, so loot boxes are in this kind of game now too. Okay, I guess. Yeah. That, I guess whatever. And it's yeah. just kind of I don't know. It's just I have no. I, I think I'm just too old. Like I just don't. I see through the. The ruse that is the loot box. I don't spend enough time in any single game to be like, all right, this is it. This is where I'm going to set up camp and I'm going to build a house. That is largely specific to the nature of our jobs. That's true. Sure. Like, I think, like, maybe less so, Destin. You seem to play a lot of similar games. I try and play two to three games. Like, I play PUBG, I play Destiny. Yeah. Right. Where I would think the three of us would play a lot of games quickly to get through so that you can talk about Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. Yeah. And I would think that because of that, we have a really different experience. Yeah. No, and I'm not saying that my way of doing things is better or worse than anyone's. It's just yeah. my personal. Yeah. I think I'm just getting older and I have less time. So I'm like, well, I can play these two games I like a lot. <laughs> That's why I don't everything. do it. Yeah, That's I why do I'm it like, I have less time. Yeah. I need to play less of That's it. why when I like yeah. go like hop into a game and it's like, this is six hours. I'm like, perfect. I will oh, burn through it. When, settings, it's whenever you tell me that something six hours yeah. is a game that you played recently, and you're like, yeah, it's like five, six hours. Like, school! Yeah. Oh, the same yeah. exact <laughs> way. If you tell me it's it's 60 hours long, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to get to that game. 36 hours. Not going to happen. All right, let's go to a question from Harley Snowden asking, if you guys could be a voice actor in any game, what would it be and why? Hmm. So Alana a, Fable? Just a Fable, yeah. yeah. Clearly. Any Fable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to be like one of the crappy townspeople who just like says really mean stuff to you when you walk past, like yeah. tell you that you smell bad. I want to be that person. Your brand? Yeah. Uh, I would probably be in upcoming games, Psychonauts 2, just the first game is one of oh, my favorite yeah, written games of all time, and I just love that world so much. So I'd be like the you kid who's... No, that's not. That's the another game. You don't chase chickens. <laughs> I like lemon. You don't stand there in Psychonauts like a lemon. Smash them up! You do smash things. <laughs> that, that one I, I was like, hang that. on, can I reach for that? Okay, like yes. Foreign exchange student. 
Yeah. What do you I say, know. Destin? Probably, probably some new IP because, like, if I read the script and it turned out to be really interesting, then maybe it would take off and that could start a whole thing. And it'd be neat to be like there at the beginning because I, like, I like, shepherd. yeah, I like new stories, so it'd be kind of cool to be part of a, a new story being told. Yeah. I would also really like Is a Wall. That would be. That would be great. We just have to kidnap Laura Bailey and hide her somewhere so they can't find her. I feel her like make... I could mimic Laura Bailey's voice pretty well. I'd have to listen to it, but I feel like I could do that. Yeah, well, I mean, I think so. I bet. I can think you do could. it with a British accent? Laura Bailey with a British accent? <laughs> 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 At some point, it's just not Laura Bailey. <laughs> uh, or Overwatch. That would be cool too. That'd be good. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, if if we're really not going to have Michael Ironside back, I think I'd want to. The, the Sam. Sam Fisher. That'd, that'd be cool. That'd be good. What's yeah. your Sam Fisher? Well, I, I'd, I'd have to probably give my. I wouldn't want to do a. Chief. I wouldn't want to try and do a Michael Ironside impression. No, but you just, like you. He's got to be like a certain amount of. I don't know, rugged. I yeah, want to say. Give me a line. Uh, what if you're the guy talking to Sam? <laughs> Sam. Oh, Lambert. Yeah, <laughs> Lambert could be good too. Yeah. I'm not old enough to play Lambert though. I don't think my voice doesn't have enough. I think you got the grab I'm always amazed by, like, they had the, uh, God, I can't remember his name, but the, the kid who is voicing the Joker in uh, Telltale's Batman Season yes. 2. They had him on Up at Noon the other week, and he was this, like, he just made YouTube videos. He was, I think yeah. he's Swedish or he's, he's European, yeah. and he just uploaded a bunch of YouTube videos of him doing impressions, and Telltale saw that That's so cool. and brought him in. And it was a thing where, like, he nailed every sort of variation of the Joker, yeah. and they were like, do your own. So I like the idea of like instead of being like I'm going to do the Heath Ledger or Jack Nicholson yeah. or, or or you know Batman the animated series or Mark Hamill doing your own thing. Yeah, actually that would be my other choice. That is cool. To play Batman in a game. Yeah. Like, that would be. I wish I could say Kevin Conroy is just so good. Why yeah, you could be Duke Nukem. Well, that that job's already taken. <laughs> John St. John already. I don't think he's given up that job anytime soon. <laughs> They're like John St. John has a throat thing. Ryan, we need you. Yeah. I, well, it's the prequel. You, yeah, you we have to do college. Duke, Duke begins. Yeah. yeah I made a begins. video of me attempting all of the um, female characters' voices in Overwatch from my YouTube channel a little while ago. Are you can do all the males. I might. I'm, yeah. I'm going to try. I'm very bad at doing male voices, but the next one that I want to try. Speaking of male voice, voices, is um, American presidents. I'm gonna because try and do. <laughs> I'm gonna try and do all of the like most iconic American presidents' voices. It's gonna be terrible. It's Duke begins. I'm rushing for my fret. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Uh, all right. Sean Billingsley writes and asks, "What's going on with Halo? I f- I feel that 343 has been very quiet since we got Halo 5." I understand and commend them for the multiplayer support, but seriously, what's going on? They're, they're making a game? Yeah, they're working on Halo yeah, 6. I, it's a <laughs> three-year cycle. I mean, we, sh- we should see Halo 6 announced at E3 and then out in November, most likely. Yeah, yeah and it'll be a big, uh, big, big deal for them next year. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't get a tease this year. Maybe we'll get a tease at Gamescom. Um, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But just, I, I would really be surprised if the first inkling we heard of it was E3 and then it came out four months later. You would be surprised yeah. if it I'd be surprised. Yeah, yeah. I just given Halo 5 had that, even though it was a fake tease because we never did right. Desert right. Jesus. The good old potato poncho. sack. Yeah. Yeah. Counterpoint they still are trying to get as many people to play and keep playing Halo 5 as possible. You know, they've done, it's in uh, Game Pass, it's the, the, all the maps are free, <laughs> they've done all this this great stuff uh, support-wise. You might as well just wait and announce Hopefully. Halo 6, because yeah. you're still still going to get yeah. maximum impact when you do. So, money's on E3 2018 for that one. <laughs> Scott Mackey says, okay, Phil Spencer will put money in any game idea, any game idea, 
to fund your dream game, money is no issue. What is that game? Marty, go. Jesus. Whoa, jeez. Oh. Uh, banjo. New banjo. That could happen. They own yeah. that. Yeah. Just new banjo. Just, yeah. Rare, is Rare making it or you got somebody else in mind? Uh, no, Rare, Rare, Rare can make it. You bring would in some of the. Platonic to make it? Bring in. Have, have Rare and Platonic do a little joint operation. Uh, my answer to this is always uh, Batman Ankham, but with the entire Justice League. But I feel oh. like I can do oh, better. The but rumor out there. Wait, from this. no, I changed mine. I want uh, uh, Rocksteady to make a Harry Potter game, and I want the Nemesis system inside of Hogwarts. That would be cool. <laughs> it's like, that, where it's like a bad. Mean Girls esque cast system. That would be really yeah. cool. I like that. Mine's Superman. I want to make a great Superman. A real Superman. 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 Justice I like League that. idea. Yeah. yeah. So Phil, just buy uh, Rocksteady. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. I don't even know. That's that's a that's a really good. I had one earlier, and like an idiot didn't write it down. Uh, yeah, and was it a Superman game? No, it wasn't a <laughs> Superman game. I'd also take like new iterations. Oh, I remember of what it was. Just yeah, every year, every year. <laughs> yeah, just like a different. Once isn't have it be like Deadly Premonition twenty eighteen? <laughs> yeah, just have it numbered like Madden. Yes, yeah. yes, I would absolutely be. Uh, it, mine would be a Star Trek Online, but not the Star Trek Online that exists. Like an actual. Mega galaxy where every starship, Federation starship, ha- actually has hundreds of people on it doing cool little jobs. Uh, and planets are f- fully, like, I'm talking massively multiplayer. Sort of like EVE Online, but each ship has, like, a crew? A, yeah. Yeah. That's but, cool. So, but yeah, just to take, like, actually take Star Trek The Next Generation and turn it into a massively multiplayer online video game. It would take... Way too much money. I think it's impossible. It would take way too much. Even if you could make that game, it would probably take 15 years just to build that game. But mm-hmm. there you go. Here, That's here, my choice. Here's the problem. Who do you put on like the, the weapons, the photons, or what do they use? They use photons. You got to work your way up. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, the guy You're in like there space is like, janitor at the beginning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, here's what happens in that scenario. Oh, we got a combat scenario. Everybody on deck. Guys on the lasers. What are you doing? You hear a bong hit in the background. Sorry, man. Well, there's <laughs> there's one guy who's like playing music in the background. And you can hear it through his mic, so yeah. no one else can hear what anyone else is saying. Yeah. <laughs> Turn off the rap. Yeah, that's when you get court martialed or space martialed. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Just throw you out of the game. We'll just eject the twelve year olds. Like you your put best in guy. <laughs> you got it right. Yeah. It's a tough question. Yeah, it's good though. Mm. Michael Hamilton, if you could revive any Xbox IP, but you also had to put one IP out to pasture, what would you revive and which would you destroy? I bring back Splinter Cell, kill Assassin's Creed. Ooh. Actually, not an, not I, an I, Xbox. I, those are those, Ubisoft is uh, not a wholly owned subsidiary. What's, what's what, good point? What's dead? And actually, Origins looks really cool. Uh, I just said kill you, Alan Wake, but Alan Wake's already dead, so it's like <laughs> I don't. Just what's, kill it again anyway. What's what are Xbox wow. franchises that are dead? Uh Mech War well, Mech Mech Assault. Yeah. Uh Crimson is, Skies. Crimson Skies. And then like bring back, back would be Banjo. Uh yeah, yeah. Banjo's MIA. Yeah. Bring back the Mech game. Well, any of the rare stuff, pretty much. I would bring back uh Conquer. Yeah, that's what, what would you kill? What am Apple I killing? I? I'm killing uh, can't kill Scalebound, it's already dead. Oh uh, say that, that's an easy answer. Bring Just back what? that game, Scale Kill Bound. Marty's banjo idea. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, you know what? I would say I would say I would rather have that than so, um, than Crackdown. So yeah, <laughs> I would say sorry, Crackdown. Yeah, can which I say one? <gasps> Crackdown? Oh no, which if one I, do you want to bring back? Conquer. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, can I like a, can like I a cheat? big budget? Conquer. Can I cheat and say bring yeah. back all those rare IP? 
No. Uh, rare replay, but rare replay, but it's all but new it's not games. Replay, <laughs> rare new play. It's just rare. Rare new play. Bring rare. back rare play. Thirty new games. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, RC Pro M Next Generation. Yeah. What are you getting rid of? Perfect uh, Dark Next. The uh, the hardcore Forza games. I still want Horizon. Motorsports. Motorsports. Oh, those. Are I like. don't agree with that at all. Yeah. No. Oh wow. Bad. You. Oh, I'm sorry. So Banjo's dead. Congrats. <laughs> you have the bear she blood and bird blood also. on your hand. You're gonna. Why? Of all things, you could choose. Why would you get rid of Forza Motorsports? Because there's not that many current active IP. There's the two Forzas. That's there's why Gears, you say there's Alan Wake. Just it's entertain a, the idea that it's not active. active. I'm sorry. I answered the question. Just pretend. Name something that's active. Are you gonna kill Halo Gears? <sighs> no. Um, <laughs> Cuphead. Can I kill? Don't kill like, Cuphead. Can I kill you Crackdown do and bring back Scalebound? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be an interesting toss up. All right, could. I kill uh, Halo Wars. I don't care about that. I Ooh, care about Forza Motorsport Halo less yeah. than Halo. Well, yeah. Yeah. ensemble. It's like you're killing them well, all they're already, again. Okay. Well, all right. You can't. <laughs> you can't answer this question while thinking about the people. <laughs> Those poor people, they're children. Oh, no. Okay, all developers have children. Well, that's not all all developers. developers. <laughs> wow, Marty. All right. It, well, the okay. ones that don't have human children, their game is their child. Yeah. That's, I mean, they, you gave my child a six. <laughs> it's kind of sad if you think. Oh, man. I don't like this question. Well, this, segment, this segment's going We're real badly. a family apart. Uh, okay. Khalid Albadoodle wonders, what is your favorite controller of Ooh. all time? doesn't have to be Xbox, obviously. Just one of his favorite controller. It is yeah, the best controller of all time. Which one? The, the pro, the, the current I one. I think I agree. Yeah. yeah, I also agree. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's it's the it's best fantastic. controller ever made. I thought the 360 was the best controller ever made, but at the time, I thought the Xbox One controller improved on that. Even though I know some people criticize the bumpers, I, I thought never it had was a, a little bit too big when I first held it, and then I got used to it and went back to a 360 controller. I was like, oh no, yeah. this and is much better. The Elite's yeah. better, and even though unfortunately nobody still nobody uses it, but the haptic feedback in the triggers in the like three games that use it is cool it's yeah. a really cool thing when it's utilized properly you, you got any uh yeah i mean my thing, is, here, Marty, my thing is i think controllers just keep getting better so i play th- most third-party games on my ps4 so i'm more comfortable with it but i think the the dualshock 4 and the elite the thing, are the two probably my one and two whenever i'm playing ps4 yeah. i have to move my own thumb all the time. I have to do this to my thumb. Is your thumb okay? Because it, it slips forward on the, the thumbstick. So uh, I have to like, and I wonder if that's because I'm so used to playing on Xbox One. I literally have small? to adjust my hand all the time on a dual shot. No, I don't know. I play, yeah, if, I'm pretty comfortable swapping, but I ha- like Sean refuses to play on a PlayStation. He's like, he's like, I can't do it. I need staggered sticks. I Yeah, yeah I, that's the thing. If, I mean, if they would take for PS5, if they would just, for DualShock 5... Yes, off, <laughs> offset the sticks, and they would go a long way towards yeah. making me happy. Yeah, I think that's what I it guess is. my thing is I don't play, uh, like, Sean plays primarily, like, Twitch-based shooters, yeah. and I don't, like, I don't know, I put uh, 105 hours in a Persona, and that's not, yeah. at no Let's point just, was I really worried about. I'm just with anything where I'm running a lot, then I just have to. I, I don't know. Move. That's that's weird. I don't. Is, like, it's, that's, is the that's, grip coming off of that mine? That was ultimately why I chose the 360 over the PS3 on launch, just because the controller. There was a reason. There so was a, he's nuts. I'm with you. I have yeah. the same thing where I'll just play in and then it's like, boop, where, yeah. there it goes. Get your thumbs. Just start get control of your thumbs, guys. There's a reason the Xbox controller is the most copied, and there is a reason that it's paired with almost every product that you like. The I mean, that's part of why I say it's, it's the best. It's is because it works with the Oculus. It like works with PC. Like it works very, very seamlessly with those things as well. And I think that's part of why it's the best. There's a reason those guys partnered. It's because it's the best controller. To be fair, I think. DualShock 4 is officially supported on PC now. On PC now, now. it yeah. is, yeah. yeah. They, they, that was semi-recent. Worst so. controller of all time is uh, the N64 controller. I have a fondness for it, but it is really bad. I have nostalgia. I got Literally a third of it is useless. I got one that tops that. Why does I it even... I own the system. The Duke? 
Atari Jaguar. It had a Ooh. keypad, a, a oh. like a twelve button keypad at the bottom. That was a weird thing for developers <laughs> at the time. They had so many different ways to develop yeah. games that, like, well, they like played the, a first-person shooter on that set, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Aliens versus Predator, the original. Yeah, crazy. Sixty-four control was like you'd hold it like that, and then one one hand over there. But then occasionally you'd have to like press the A B button, so you just like it was. It was. Well, you would never. No game used the D pad section. Yeah, you were just holding it like a like a weird. Uh, I think you'll rod. find actually um, Pokemon Stadium did. It sucks. That was that Chansey game that was like, Chansey. I know. You, you talk about the Chansey game a weird amount. I'm very right. aggressive when it comes to that game. Louis Martin, as someone who oh, is hey, still... we met Louis uh, oh, yeah, last right. week. Yeah. Hello, Louis. Excellent. Mm-hmm. He, he asks, uh, as someone who is still relatively new to the Xbox ecosystem, do the earlier iterations of the Microsoft staples, i.e. Gears, Halo, Forza, hold up today, or would it be better to just jump straight into the current-gen version? Well, this is a really good question. They remade them. I say play the remakes, yeah, <laughs> definitely, because you go back and play Forza Gears 1, so. it's a little dated. Yeah. yeah. I think Forza less so. I think Gears still holds up. Yeah, I, I think so too, Gears. because it, it, it's such a good feeling game, yeah. and, and that like third-person cover system is so effective that it mm-hmm. still yeah. feels smooth. But you Same have the remake, Halo. and the remake's fantastic. Yeah, that's what like, yeah. I totally mean, yeah, start yeah. with the remake. But I think if you if you didn't, I think playing Gears 1 or Halo 1 still works. Forza, I would think not. Yeah, there's Forza by design. There's mm-hmm. You would never go back to the original Forza Motorsport. Yeah. You'd just play 7. Yeah, Halo, <laughs> Halo is one that holds up fairly well, but again... Yeah bunch of remakes out there that you can play for like an update. Yeah, I mean, version. that's just a testament to good game design. Like yeah. we had uh, Cisco in our office was uh, replaying Call of Duty 2 the other day on PC. Yeah, I remember. it still looked incredible and it still yeah. played great. Like, I mean, that's a, what, the 11-year-old game? Yeah. yeah. Even Fable you could go back yeah. to. Oh, absolutely, well. yeah. Original mm-hmm. Fable. Watch that all yeah. Um, I guess it, there's a few where it works. There's yeah. a few where like Forza, for example, it's just like cars look better. Although I will say, version. even though Forza, the three Forza Horizons, they've gotten successively from starting from really good to you know now unbelievable but just because they're set in different places you know the first one was in college you could go back to horizon one if you wanted to i probably I well start- you'd have to start with horizon one though i don't think you could go from three to one i think that would be hard oh no yeah so you're totally right missing, yeah. drive you crazy yeah no you, you you'd have to <laughs> you'd have Work to start way early way. Yeah. yeah okay let's see who's we got a couple more here uh garvin edwards what do you guys think will be the top-selling piece of hardware this holiday season? And I guess mm. we're going to – he's given us a list, this and I guess we're sticking to this list. So the Xbox One X, the Switch, the PS4 Pro, or PlayStation VR. So apparently we're leaving out vanilla PS4 and Xbox One S I would from say, this list. Sorry, I would say Switch, but they have a terrible time of keeping inventory. So I think that's going to limit how many they're going to be able to sell for the holiday season. The X, I think it's going to sell out like when it when it comes out initially because all the hardcore people are going to pre-order and it's going to be hard to get to start. So again, limited inventory. It also comes out later. It's not out yet. It comes out. That's in true. November seventh. Yeah. So that puts them at a disadvantage. So, so for those reasons, I'm going to say Pro because it's on the market. There's plenty of inventory. There's no issues. I actually think it'll be the Switch I of these. Switch is of these, yeah. uh, I think Nintendo. We've started to see the. Uh, the retail supply increased a little bit. I was able to snag one. Um, like they were, they were up on one of the major retailer websites mm-hmm. for like not just f- five seconds. Like it was up there for at least the whole morning, if not longer. And I was able to get one for my nephews that I'm going to sit on till Christmas. So yeah, I think as that gets better and better, I think the Switch is going to be if the top seller of, of those. Obviously, it's going to be the real answer is 
the Xbox One S yes. or the vanilla PS4. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a t- throw, flip a coin. Yeah. yeah. But... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just an inventory issue for me. Like, if I knew Switch was going to have plenty of inventory, Switch. Yeah. Like, that's going to be the Christmas gift this year, probably. You know, mm-hmm. uh, X. They're not going to. They're going to launch limited yeah, they'll inventory. Be, right. Exactly. So. You're exactly correct. It'll yeah. be a supply issue, not a, not necessarily. Plus, you know, and again, hey, it's five hundred dollars versus these other ones are roughly half that. That's, Where's my pre-order, it's, Phil? It's intended to be a <laughs> premium thing, not a sell ten million of them at once. Then okay. I want my pre-order links, Phil. Come on, buddy. One day. One day. Two more. Okay. Joshua Faley. If you could pull a Mitch Dyer and write for a gaming franchise, write a game for, for an existing franchise, which franchise would you write for? Um, I think I can start here. I, I would love a crack at Halo. Not, I'd probably need a fresh start. <laughs> I don't know if I, could, if I could write my way out of where they are now. But I lo- I've always loved Halo, and I've been playing them all the way, and I've been you know, championing them when I love them and critical when I don't. Um, be, I, I couldn't do it, to be clear. That is, the th- 343 are the professionals. There's a reason I'm sitting here behind this desk. But I think, that, I, think I, would, I would take a crack at a Halo game. Mm-hmm. Sam goes into a dimly lit room. Turn off the mobile. What's a mobile? They have an in-depth conversation about it. That's a throwback to the Unlocked episode where I didn't know what a mobile was. <laughs> <laughs> the callback no one was looking for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, probably, uh, I think Splinter Cell or a, yeah. any stealth game would be fun to write for. Beef? Modern, modern All stealth. Right. Yeah. Splinter Cell's good. That's a good choice. Over on this side of the table. Fable, South Park, or Gears. South Fable Park. would be really fun. South Park is because it's my favorite show ever, and I would love to be able to write for South Park, just in general. Uh, also, would never be able to do that. And then Gears <laughs> is because I feel like I know it really intimately, and I'm very attached to that universe. I feel like Gears is the one that I could do of those things. The rest, not really. Fable, I guess. You can just, you just say whatever you want. You yeah. just throw swears at people. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, can do that. Create some Play. sort of Sarah. Create oh, some sort of really destructive <laughs> precipitation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what kind of precipitation? Freezer hail. <laughs> uh, I think I would... Uh, Red Dead, maybe? Westerns nice. are my favorite yeah. genre. Uh, I could see you. Of, of fiction and uh, movies. So I feel like you know, I'd like a mm. stab at a That'd Western. That'd be cool. Yeah. So close. Yeah. yeah. Is it? We'll see, it's all, all we know. Think. It's, it's I kind of stopped thinking about it. Yeah, I think it's next. One. That's what they want. Don't forget. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, they're putting Why would billions of dollars into that yeah. game. So it's that gonna, game's gonna be fine. Yeah, I'm sure. It's canceled. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's one of those games I'll play a lot of. Red Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, finally, Rob Bowman. What now defunct third party games could Xbox acquire as first party exclusives? I, I have to immediately. Oh, the Splinter Cell segment. Splinter Cell, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, that's the clear winner for me. Just bring it back. Let's let's bring it back. Crisis and Good Rise. Both uh, same company, right? At, yeah, Crytek. Yeah. yeah, just buy Crytek. They that probably would be a really Crisis good alignment. And Rise for are interesting choices. Just buy Crytek. Like I feel like another Rise game could be really good. That first game, I, I, it was. Would be really it had good. such a good premise. Like just, story was great. Lead yeah. character was great. The ending was great. Yes. It was segments that I really liked. The Connect support, <laughs> which I really like. The Mario always makes fun of me for. Yes, I do. Um, I also really like Crisis. Fire! It was great. Yeah, it was cool. so much That was fun. good use of it. Um, I, I feel like they bought them yet. That would be such, so smart. Well, they, they like fell apart a in a fire. Yeah. yeah. It was not a fire. You can't it say It may as well fire. have been a fire. An emotional cheap. fire. No, there wasn't yeah, an actual fire. It really fell apart. I feel like the we bring this up a lot. The thing that uh, X Party or the Xbox first party lineup is missing that 
uh, Sony has had in spades this year are big, meaty single player games. So, mm-hmm. Horizon, Persona, uh, Near, Neo, uh, yeah, that kind of stuff. So, I feel like from defunct stuff, uh, bringing back Prince of Persia, bringing Good back one. Jade Empire. Yep. Um, Sony Santa Monica. Buy Sony Santa. Yeah, but yeah. No one's doing anything with that with that Gears of War, right? Yeah. Or God of War. Too many GFWs. G's of War. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you all so much for sending in those questions at the last second on our unlocked Facebook group. Let's move to what little news we have, Whoa. starting with uh, Rainbow Six Siege continuing. Uh, you talk about legs. This is uh, and particularly in the in the world of first-person shooters there are not a lot of shooters that have legs like this uh 20 million registered players 2.3 million people logging on every day i still play this game occasionally it's not a lot of stuff that i go back to but i still play siege occasionally it's really good it's so good it's very hard i scream while playing siege like it's not a horror game who's who's your class who do you like um i play as the the lady (laughs) the the you have to refresh because I reviewed this game, but it was a long time ago. Oh, well, she's newer than that. She's What's DLC, her? But I started her, oh, with she's a new pack. character. I couldn't tell you the name of the class. It was in the first pack, I think. Right? Yes. Yeah, I can't remember her name either. Yeah, but I, I really like the Rook. I have no idea. Yes, uh, no, no, no. Rook's what you start with. I don't think she's a Rook. I like the there's a, a class that you can um, automatically break down any barriers. Well, that's I, I, I like, like that a lot. Is Sled, that sledge? Sledge is my where you just take a sledgehammer. And so I liked that class go a whole right lot. to the wall. Um, but pretty much anything that'll give me a shotgun, I tend to like. Your close quarters. Player, oh, I kind of changed. I feel like I haven't really stuck to anything. But the girl yeah. was I played as because she looked like me. So. <laughs> um, yep. it's, a, it's, it's like it's a, a really SWAT good police game. officer, right? That's, well, I guess never mind. They're all cops. Yeah, I think so. They all kind of look like that. Yeah. I want to. There's uh, there's there's, a, there's a, an ability that lets you shoot through walls. Guns. You mean lets you see through them and know where enemies e- are? No. Is That's a, the heartbeat tracker thing, right? Yeah. That's also cool. Yeah. But I like I do a lot of scouting as well in that game, which is something that I love. Like, you know, the little Drone. Yes. The way they jump. Like, that's so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> you get caught and it's free, terrifying. Free mission, uh, it's just, it's just a really good game. It's really, really intense. And, like, you think you're fine on a floor and you're, like, scoping things out. And then you hear a gun fo- gunshot and you're just freaking out. It's, and your wall starts breaking apart and you're like, oh, no. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not great with the barriers, though. I don't do a ton of that. You saying SWAT just made me want SWAT. The return of uh, you know you guys remember who did the last SWAT game? Ken Levine. Right? Ken Levine, yeah. irrational. Did the did SWAT four years ago? Gosh, that must have been like two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand two kind of time frame. I feel like Siege is one of the first games that I played that is like in part stealth, where there's um, barbed wire. Like, can you think of anything Closing else down. that had that? Yeah, but it also makes noise and like that. Uh, I feel Gears like really Three's horde mode. Oh, you're totally that. right. You would put it Where yeah. you'd put that yeah. down, that, and then your I, enemies I like could try to come through count, it. But it does slow them down. It does yeah. it in four as well. Yeah. You got to shoot it with your shotgun until yeah. it breaks Like, apart. how do you carry that around in war? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that super annoying? <laughs> <laughs> like, who carries the barbed wire? Ow. That'd be Ow. interesting. Ow. Ow. <laughs> like Call of Duty World War II, you throw down something and people get stuck in it. Yeah. I mean, I know this game has kind of become a almost a platform now. You know, they're just they're just building off of it. But what are they doing right now? I forgot what it's called. They're basically fixing a bunch of stuff right now it's like it's like operation dumbo drop no they haven't they haven't it's definitely not that. It they have a name for it uh where they basically delayed the last piece of dlc that they were supposed to put out because they wanted to it's a patch or something they, mm. they just wanted to fix a bunch of stuff that was wrong with it that i didn't even realize was wrong with it 
I do hope though. So I mean, really bad with names. A sequel, a sequel is inevitable. I think at this point, even though they are clearly just evolving this one and having it have a super long tail. But when the, I just hope when the sequel eventually uh, does arrive, that they go the the Titanfall two Battlefront two route and have a, a super kick ass yeah. single player game attached to it as well. Rainbow Six Vegas you- two is still one of my favorite single player experiences like i love that really so much and then i was devastated when they announced that siege wasn't going to have one it's like just even if it's short you know like and well the, the call-up yeah. that was so good as well the, the, the like the secret unlockable mission and mm-hmm. if you do all the the little trial things and you see we're really about you reviewed it didn't you i did yeah. <laughs> it was a long time ago but it's the you know with the chemical weapons attack thing and yeah. you're going in with the gas mask like that totally I said this in the review. That was like a tease. That was like, see, we totally we could have made a single player out of this. We just didn't. But here's yeah. what it would look like, and it would be really well, good. Yeah, maybe they had it at some no, point. I get, and I get it against it. Of course, but yeah, let's let's get that. In Vegas too. You could uh, command your squad mates and be like, go go go. Flashback. Like, like it was so much fun. They released. That's kind like of what? thing you're thinking. Like, remember the concept they released that never came to light? Well, Patriots, that Patriots was yeah. a Patriots, different. Yeah. I mean, that was a single player game <laughs> that would have saying that would have been, been cool. Yeah, if, I mean, yeah. Ubisoft just doesn't do that as much anymore. Division, they, yeah, I mean, Florida? yeah, but even that, I wouldn't say is like the story that I would want from a Rainbow Six. Yeah, it's fun building up your base, but then after that, it's kind of like you're done. That was cool. I like that, and like having to pick which bots you're unlocking and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, good stuff in the Rainbow Six universe. Uh, Spotify for those of you that are Spotify users, the Spotify app appears to be imminent for Xbox One. It's all but confirmed. It uh, has a product page on Xbox.com. You just can't download it yet. So, uh, the highlight of this appears to be uh, that's apparently you can play your music in the background of any game. So you can just get get that app going and then launch a game, and all your music's there. So that's awesome. That that's is pretty good. And just a couple other notes. Thumper is on the way to Xbox One. Was it Marty, under the this? table collapse. Yeah. yeah, I want to play it too. Recently, I played a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah this game's great. Uh, you mentioned PSVR. Yeah, it's it's really cool in VR. It's also great non VR. It's a. Uh, I've only played it on Switch. Yeah, it's a uh, rhythm based. You're on a track and you're a little bug, and you have to press uh, buttons in time with like things that are streaming towards you in like a Guitar Hero kind of way. But based on the way that the thing looks, there's a different button combination, mm. and some of them are really complicated. Like, yeah. press A and hold up, and then press down at the right time, and um, some things will, like, if you get it wrong, it'll kill you, and you have to start the level again. So it's it's yeah. super intense. The game is a, really a sensory overload. I think they, they coined the term rhythm violence simulator. I know. <laughs> uh, because the game is just, like, increases your heartbeat, gets incredibly intense. Absolutely. I played a bunch of it on a plane and mm-hmm. felt like my heartbeat was like increasing yeah. just sitting there because the game's like just so... I feel like I don't blink when I play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it reminds me a little bit of like Super Hexagon if you've ever played that on your phone yeah. where it's something you can pop in every once in a while but um, really cool and, and just unique in terms of games on Xbox so people should check that out. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned Guitar Hero on it. Almost, it almost sounds like a game that we would have expected harmonics to make. Yeah, like almost <laughs> yeah, like amplitude frequency yeah. kind of. Yeah, yeah, and it sounds... Good. Like it's not. I feel like the sound is not as satisfying as other rhythm games, like uh, like Child of Eden or like th- things like that. Um, like sound shapes. It's mm-hmm. not quite as nice as that, but it does. It does sound really cool and, and look cool. Um, it's yeah. I I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Depends how much it is, I guess. Cool. We'll look for that on Xbox One next Friday. And finally, this week, Titanfall uh, is not done yet. You know the the story has been told now of the, the legend of Fall twenty sixteen and how that didn't really go so well. 
uh, relatively speaking, for Titanfall being being uh, sandwiched directly between Battlefield One and Call of Duty Infinite War. Fair, <laughs> nailed it, fin- <laughs> saved it. But uh, Respawn CEO Vince Zampella he uh, talked to GameSpot and he said it's important for us to keep the franchise going. Uh, we have our franchise creative director who's in charge of safeguarding the franchise in multiple formats and making sure it continues to grow. Zampella went on to stress that Respawn is, quote, heavily invested in the Titanfall universe, saying that there's content that they're working on that hasn't been announced yet. He says, we're working on more Titanfall. We're not announcing what that is yet. But there's a few other things in the works. I'm glad to hear this. I mean, yes. yep. thank God. Two was such a criminally under... Uh, it was appreciated. Not underrated? Yeah, not underrated. Undersold, it got great scores. Just undersold. Un- under-seen. Yeah, <laughs> not enough yeah. people played it and saw it. It was very fun. A lot of cool mechanics. It's, I, I hope they make three. And Well, they're going to make three, it sounds like. Seems I like feel it. like they would be dumb yeah. too. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be out in well, February. I mean, if it's not selling, it's August. always running that danger. It's true. Yeah, it was. I mean, How did they make it better? Like, it's fantastic. <laughs> you don't need to make it. Like, you just don't release it when they did. And yeah. I still can't fathom why they did that seems like such a when, when did it launch an ea thing it was, the, it was the first week of november like you said it was literally uh, right between, it was in between call of duty battlefield. and battlefields but on march yeah 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 i mean the so, first one came out early in, in the yeah march it was a yeah. march yeah march like 2014 a xbox yeah. exclusive and it was you know it then it got a ton of attention i really liked it yeah but it also had too much missing yeah. Like it was one of those games that you played in an event and it was the best thing ever and then you played it at home and you got sick of it kind of like Evolve. Like I've actually played a lot of it, but um, I think it had too much missing yeah. for But 2 rectified all of that and then it just came out at a dumb time. Exactly. Yeah, so it didn't yeah. rectify yep. it enough. It addressed every single falling that the original had mm-hmm. <laughs> and did not get rewarded for it. Yeah. I wonder, man, i got to get like Andrew Wilson in here and just be like, and What's up with that? Yeah. hey, Let's talk. I would think just, there are no cameras right now. I would Let's, definitely think it's an EA call and not. I would oh yeah, think so. I would 100 think it's an EA. Yeah, I can't imagine Vince Zampella was like, "Yes, please release my game in my burgeoning franchise directly between East your East. own other game <laughs> yeah. and the family that's huge mm-hmm. and the the single biggest IP and not called Grand Theft Auto." Yeah, yeah, it's rough. Yeah, it's a tough tough spot to mm-hmm. like. That's the. Almost literal video game rock in a hard place. Yeah. <laughs> they were caught yeah. between on that. Yeah. I'm really, I'm just curious for what the future of respawn is between. Yeah, me too. With Star Titanfall Wars. and then with Star Wars. Yeah, I don't know. It should be interesting. All right, marketplace report. There might be a few more ID at Xbox games dropping as the week goes on, but uh, I've pulled everything that's up for now between uh, last episode and when we're recording today. Alana, what is out there to spend money on? Retail, still nothing. Uh, digital, we have Telltale's Batman The Enemy within episode one, The Enigma. Which I reviewed. Yeah, I was going to wait till I was going to wait till uh, the full season came out because that's what I did with season one. And I loved playing it that way. But Dan Stapleton was like, please Should review this for us. So I was like, okay. But yeah, no, it was, I really liked it. Yeah, it's, it is clear. This is a, what I like about, what I liked about season one is that it's um, a very adult M rated, like, all bets are off kind of take on Batman that takes there are a, a couple of well-established characters that they just absolutely flip, flip the script yep. on. Yeah. And it's clear from episode one that there, there are going to be a lot of very dire and permanent consequences for characters again. 
in cool. season two, and I really really like the first episode. It's about the Riddler, as the title the Enigma suggests. Oh, but it's actually he's the least interesting character in mm. uh, oh. in episode one. It's but everybody else has pays off and sets up some really cool nice. uh, narrative so do you, arcs. Do you play the original series or do you start here? Is this different? I mean, it's season two. You could start here. Yeah, I would suggest original. playing yeah. season one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it has season one has ups and downs, but I think ultimately I had a positive experience. Yeah, I Me feel too. like I, I averaged sure. like a, a close to an eight. I think it was a high seven was the yeah. average because I reviewed most of that season. Yeah. Like I think uh, episode two was my favorite. I'm pretty sure. Ooh, yeah, there was things that I really liked and things that I didn't like so much, but still worth it. Yeah, it, uh, throwing sort of Batman tropes and stereotypes on its head I thought was yes. really cool and sticking to it. You know? Yeah. Um, so that's $5. Race Arcade is $10. Mr. Shifty is $15. The Way is $10. And Oh Sir, the Insult Simulator is $3. Hey, what's up with that? What's what's that game? Oh Sir. You're an idiot. The insult knowing. Simulator? Boom. Insult Simulator. Oh, <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. It's just, you got to assert. It's just a negging simulator. <laughs> Um, I actually put that on every night before I go out. <laughs> uh, Marketplace, August Games with Gold. We have Slime Rancher, August 1 to 31 on Xbox One. Trials Fusion, welcome to the future. Every week, August 16 to September 15, uh, Xbox One. Bayonetta, August 1st to 15th on Xbox 360 and Xbox One. And Red Faction Armageddon, August 16 to Three <laughs> again, Ryan. It's, it's, yeah, clearly get over it. Paste no, just won. get over it. Xbox 360 goes back in time. One. It's because I don't know if it's 30 or 31, man. It you said 31 at the top. I assume it's 31. Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> oh, man. Machine, right. the future. Let's do a little trivia. All right, all right. Still a four-point advantage for Marty. Destin beginning to have sweat panic attacks. Yeah. Got the meat sweats. I that flop sweat. Definitely don't know the answer. Uh, Joe Arroyo asks... During the original Xbox Live beta, so we're talking 2002 right now, what unpublished game, a game that wasn't out yet, was given to testers during the beta? I was nine years old. That's not my problem. (laughs) That's a good point. Uh, Marble Madness Online, Revolt, RC Pro-Am, or Marathon? Us olds, this is a layup for me. Ugh. Marty probably knows. I love that no, none I mean, of you know this. I don't. You're all off the show. <laughs> I was nine. You saw Dunkirk this weekend. That was about events that were from when you were negative. Oh, 40. you're right. Dunkirk, the events of that are very similar to the original Xbox. You know about yeah. World War II. You, that excuse yeah, of, of I was important. That excuse, I wasn't old enough, is such BS. That's such crap. You realize you're able to watch movies from before you were born? Yeah, yeah one watch of these the Xbox things Live is about movie. World War II, oh, and one no, of them is about movies. the original Xbox Have you ever watched Live Star Wars? Beta. Do you know anything about Star Wars? That was from before you were born. I, I only watched Star Wars for the first time last year. Well, that's just because you're bad at keeping up with art. <laughs> it was before I was born. Shut up! So I'm going to say, bad uh, excuse. looks like nobody this, knows this, this except for me. Well, I get to guess, right? Go, guess. Go right. ahead. Uh, I'll go with C. Okay. Marty? I did D marathon. It doesn't matter. Get me out of here. I was going to go with A. <laughs> okay. All you losers got it wrong. Damn it. Oh, <laughs> it was literally a coin flip because I know the top and bottom one came out on 360. Uh, yeah. Marathon came. Uh, they, they sort of ported it. The original you know, Mac version came out as an Xbox Live Arcade game. RC Pro-Am never came to Xbox until the rare replay. Yeah. Uh, and then Marble Madness Online. I don't even know if that's a real... Thing. I had a I marble game, but it wasn't, wasn't a Marble game. Madness. Yeah, I mean, there was Marble Madness. I don't know if there's an online version, but yeah, Revolt. 
So, all right. Nobody Don't gets call this a layup. This isn't a layup. <laughs> this is I like, said for us this is, old. This is a like blindfolded half-court shot. <laughs> Mar- I guess I'm really good oh, yeah. at those. <laughs> I hate that we all think of Murray in the game. This crap. Yeah. What? Marble Madness was an early 360 online game with online play, like an indie game, yeah, a smaller game. Well, then we've set the record straight there. Uh, please try to stump these fools again. Do the uh, I went revolt. I needed that point. <laughs> it, send your Xbox trivia question. Include four multiple choice answers. Uh, note the correct one in your email, and uh, please email it to unlocked at ign.com. And we'll try again next week, Destin. Sorry, I'm not here next week. <laughs> Oh, even better. You, got, you can throw, <laughs> shovel more dirt on his, his grave. Are we filming on Monday as well? Next I don't know. I have to look at the calendar. I don't think so. I think this was the only Monday one. I think it might be Thursday, Thursday next, next week. week. I'll check. We'll find out. Mm. Wait, anyway. what time Thursday? Oh, you're no. busy. I'm here well, Thursday. No one, no one cares that's listening. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, so let's, anyway, let's okay. uh, look over our studio schedule for the next six months. And yeah, let everyone live on the air because that's compelling radio. That's what we do here. Anyway, uh, Destin. What are you up to? Uh, I'm doing the big PUBG thing today. That's happening later today, so look for that on IGN Great. soon. Cool. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Destin Legary, and still streaming at twitch.tv slash the Destin channel. Thanks for everybody who stopped by. Excellent. Alana? Uh, the IGN show on Disney XD is my life, and that is starting to air again. We, we took a two-week break. Uh, next week, uh, we don't know exactly what time at weeknights, basically, so catch us there. Check your local listings. Yeah. That's what they say. In they TV do guide. say that. Yeah. Yeah. I've read that. Yeah. Marty? In TV Guide. There's a This isn't uh, on Xbox, but I, when's this going up? This, uh, I probably will just put it up ASAP. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Embargo. I don't have anything. Whatever. You got to think. Embargo. <laughs> Embargo. No, it's up tomorrow. Uh, there's a good game coming out tomorrow. Midnight. Good. Right? Check it. All right. Yeah. Love that. Tomorrow. <laughs> Slash maybe today. Uh, whenever, whenever you're listening to this. Go play Hellblade. And yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm on. No. <laughs> uh, DMC underscore Ryan for me on Twitter. And like I said, Batman uh, season two, episode one reviewed there. Uh, I'm shooting an unfiltered this week, which I'm very excited about. So I think it's going to go up either next week or the week after. Cool. So that show is still going. No one's canceled it on me yet, which I appreciate. And I think that wraps it up. So. Let's go. We got games. Well, I think next week we'll do uh, Gamescom predictions. Yeah, we'll we'll have a thing for that that you'll see before Gamescom mm-hmm. and whatever else. Ha- At least now, theoretically, next week's show will be packed because it'll be like a week and a half's worth of Halo yeah. Six will get announced and yeah. canceled. Yeah, so we could talk about the meteoric rise and fall. Uh, scale of that down. You mean like six announced. days in Fallujah? Yeah. That's about how yeah. that <laughs> went. Delayed. Yeah, I was there for that Konami event yeah. when they're like. We're not, here's this new game from Atomic. This uh, is actually this ex-Bungie guy named Peter Tomta. Uh, six Days in Fallujah, super realistic, Iraq oh, yeah. War. Oh, you mean that thing we're all still in right now and is really sensitive to the lives of many families in America? Yeah, that. Uh, okay. And then before I could even write about it in official Xbox magazine, <laughs> canceled. Yeah. It was literally yeah. canceled like two weeks later. Yeah. Yikes. Mooch yeah. the game. Ooh. <laughs> Topical. Yikes to that, too. <laughs> anyway, uh, four... Marty, Alana, and Destin, I'm Ryan. This was Unlock 308. We'll see you guys next week. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I 
wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.